Yo, what's up, everybody? I am so excited to do this episode. Um, I, y'all just don't know. Like, I'm ready to give y'all information. I love helping people. It's like a, I don't know. Like, it's it's just my calling. Like, I love giving information. Plus, it's so many people out here selling these courses, selling these eBooks. They on YouTube, booming, like making thousands and thousands of dollars from their material a lot of it may be basic material that you can just figure out on your own like like I did so with that being said um that's where I come into play I give you the information that you need that you've been looking for that you want that you can just sit back and listen to take notes on whatever the case may be instead of going out here going broke on these courses and ebooks and all of that. Like, no, I'm not knocking them for making sales or doing what they do with um, the information that they choose to give out. But I'm just letting y'all know that y'all know the name of my podcast is Help Your Damn Self. Help Your Damn Self. Like, I'm helping you help your damn self. So, um, news. I got some news for you guys. I just recently started my own LLC. Um, excuse me, on April 1st, I officially started Wealth Lytical LLC. Wealth Wealth Lytical LLC is basically um, a brand that is focused on financial intelligence. It's also focused on assisting underprivileged individuals to, to help themselves learn how to help themselves financially. If that was an elevator speech, I messed that up. But y'all get what I'm saying. I like to teach people how to make money, how to fix their credit, how to better themselves just as a whole. Like, I come from nothing. And the things that I'm learning in my life right now, like, I just feel like I have to share it because it's, it's crazy how much... I missed throughout life. Like I'm 34 years old. I'll be 35 in October. So a lot of things that I should have known in the past, I'm learning now. And it's like my head is getting ready to explode. So that's why I'm sharing it. Like I need a release. This is my release to let you guys know, like, look, y'all, y'all can do it with you can you can invest with less than a hundred dollars. You can you know what I'm saying? You can invest in crypto with less than a hundred dollars. Like it's so much information out here that can just get you where you need to be. And I'm researching it. So if you don't feel like it, you can always come to this podcast for information. But let's move forward. So yes, on the first, I started my my LLC called Wealth Lytical. Wealth Lytical. Remember that name. Because you're going to see it a lot and hear it a lot. But Wealth Lytical LLC. Um, The first initial business that I'm going to do under that LLC is custom embroidered hats. But I really, really got um, an addiction to dad hats. So I want to do custom embroidered dad hats where I come up with designs that's focused on a wealthy mindset, um, being financially intelligent. Some of them are kind of funny or quirky, you know, like 
something that says I don't carry cash like I really like that it's it's a design I made and I really like it but anyway um that's gonna be the first initial uh commerce store like e-commerce basically because I'm gonna start off as online so y'all stay tuned for that um because that's coming real soon I'm just trying to source vendors um people I can work with people that can do my design for me so that's what I'm looking for if you know anybody shoot me an email or message me on Facebook and let me know if you make logos if you embroider because I'm looking for people that I can work with for um, a very very long time Um, but again currently I sell trackers for self-care and journaling I sell planners I have a fitness tracker I sell recipe books where you can put your own recipes inside of it. Like it has the pages for it set up just like a recipe card. All you have to do is enter in your details. It's travel size um, and they're all sold on Amazon. I also sell a job search self-help book called Using Indeed and Landing the Job That You Want. That book has been out for quite some time. Um, I should be promoting it more, so I blame myself for the lack of exposure to it. But that book is also available on Amazon as well. I also have a series of cookbooks for people that never learned how to cook. Um, The first two that are out, the first one is like an intro book. It's a mixture of different recipes. It's a short book quick read, easy recipes, easy to follow instructions. The second book is breakfast recipes, all breakfast recipes. It's like 30 something recipes. Um, They're easy to read, easy to follow. It's a travel size book. It's a cute design, but those are also available on Amazon. So just look me up, type my name, Lacey C. Riley, and you'll find everything that I have published moving forward um i also help people with their credit i look over your credit report and i make a personal recommendation and i also assist people with the credit repair dispute process and that's what this episode is about and sorry if i'm out if i sound like i'm out of breath y'all because i am because i'm so excited like i'm standing up recording this podcast i'm moving around moving my arms everything because I'm just so excited to let y'all know about all of these accomplishments as well as trying to get y'all hyped up for this information that I'm about to give you because it's going to help you, especially if you have issues with your credit. So stay tuned, guys. All right. All right, y'all. I done calmed down a little bit. I don't think I'm going to be out of breath this time. So let's get started. Um, The word credit is ringing like carolers on Christmas Day. Everybody is trying to build credit, either legally or illegally. But today, we're only going to talk about the legal way. Today, we are going to discuss the credit repair dispute process and what it's all about. For the ones that don't know what the credit dispute process is, listen closely to this episode for a better understanding. 
First, I want to start off by saying that Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion do not care anything about you. They don't care about you, me, your mama, your daddy, your sisters, your brother, or anybody, really. The credit bureaus are in business to make money. That's it. Even the employees have the same mentality. They are there for a check, just like you at your job. The credit bureaus do not care about your personal situations. They do not care if you had a death in the family. Or they don't even care if you lost your job. Their job is to make reports on your credit worthiness. They are also in business to sell your personal information. But we will discuss that later in the show. But the credit bureaus are not your friends. So get that in your head and understand that. All right, so peep game. The credit the credit repair dispute process is a process where you first obtain your free credit report. Yes, free credit report. I had to say it again because some of y'all may not believe it. Free credit report. You do not have to purchase your credit report from anybody. All you have to do is visit annualcreditreport.com. You enter your details and you can either view your credit report right there in front of you. You can print it like you can download it to your computer and print it. Or you can select to have it mailed to you, which will probably take some time. What I prefer to do is I download a copy to my laptop and I print it from home. Because nowadays waiting on snail mail is like waiting on the government to give us another stimulus check. Like, I'm good. So, so let's, let's, let's start this thing. Let's start this thing. The credit repair dispute process, guys. So the first thing you need to do is obtain your free credit report. On your credit report, you will not see your credit scores. Just let me throw that out there. It does not show you your credit scores. It only shows you what's being reported on your credit reports. In order to get your scores, you have to use something like Credit Karma, Credit Sesame. You can use Experian. um, Or you can sign up for Identity IQ and get credit monitoring And you can see all three bureau scores right there on one page with your credit report. If you're interested in something like that, I'll have a link down below in my description. And actually, if you sign up with that link, you get credit monitoring for a dollar for seven days and you'll become one of my clients and I'll be able to give you free credit advice. So if you're interested in that, look for the link in the description moving forward um the next thing you need to do after you obtain your free credit report is to start looking for anything that's not correct anything that's inaccurate anything that's being reported wrong on your credit report so make sure your name is accurate make sure it's spelled correctly and make sure there's no weird names that you have never used. You know that's not you. Somebody else probably did that or they made a mistake and heard you wrong. Make sure you don't see any of that on your credit report. The next thing you want to do is make sure your address is correct. Make sure your current address is correct. Also, look for any wrong addresses 
or any old addresses because I have read a little, a little, I think a few articles. I think I've even read it in one of the eBooks that I've read that getting old addresses and misspelled names and things like that off your credit report can boost your score. No, I'm not guaranteeing that, but I've heard that it can. So you may want to look into that. The next thing you want to do is make sure your date of birth is correct. And that's that doesn't need an explanation. Make sure your date of birth is correct. The next thing is look for your phone number. Sometimes on your credit, especially if you have an, a very old credit history, because I'm 34, so I mind go back a little bit, but you may see a lot of different phone numbers listed on your credit report. I've also read somewhere that removing those old phone numbers can boost your credit score. Again, I'm not guaranteeing that because I'm not going to say it's going to work. Everything that works for other people may work for you. But I've heard that removing old things or things like inaccurate phone numbers can boost your credit score. So make sure you get those, check those phone numbers and see what's being reported under your name. Um, Also look for any unfamiliar phone numbers. And I'm going to tell you a quick story before we move on. Not too long ago, I had looked at my CreditWise account on Capital One. And it said that my that some of my information came up on the dark web and it showed my social security number being used. It showed my phone number, my address, my driver's license number, and it showed it several different times and it everything was just mixed up, but it was my numbers. Like they were actually my numbers, but they mixed them up and tried to make it look different. And they were using my old married last name. So that scared me. So I immediately opted into identity theft, put that identity theft alert on my credit report so that if anybody tries to get credit in my name, they have to contact me first to make sure that it's actually me. And if it's not me and they can't verify that it's me, then they won't continue um, opening credit in my name. So I immediately did that. Um, uh, with those phone numbers, I did dispute them and I had those phone numbers removed because I never had those phone numbers and somebody that was trying to put something in my name, they used those phone numbers. So, and that actually did boost my score about 14 points, I believe, like maybe 14 to 20 points. And um, again, just what works for me or other people may not work for you, but sometimes it can help. So take a look at that. Make sure those phone numbers are accurate and just keep <laughs> keep the momentum because this is a very um, tedious process. The, dis- the credit repair dispute process is really tedious. You got to really dig deep into your report but I'm here to guide you through. So stay tuned. Okay, so this may not be on any of your credit reports, but just in case, just in case, look for anything that resembles a social security number and if it's correct or if it's inaccurate. 
but I highly doubt your social security number will show on your credit report. But just in case, that does not mean does not that does not mean do not look for it. I'm just letting you know because like on Experian, it'll show the last four digits and it'll show it mixed up. But more than likely, it's accurate um, because I was a, I was scared one time. I saw my last four digits and they weren't in order. So I thought like my social security number was reporting wrong. So I called them and they confirmed that they do that on purpose just in case it's someone other than you accessing your credit report online. So just just on the safe side, be on the lookout for your social security number. Make sure it's accurate. If it's not immediately contact the bureaus um after looking at your social security number and like i said it may not be there the next thing you're gonna do is just basically look over your entire report look over your entire report and that includes look at your collection accounts look at your late accounts look at your inquiries and look at your charge-offs so as far as your collection accounts look at how many accounts are in collections so one guy i was working with on his credit report it showed three accounts in collections but he didn't actually have three accounts in collections it was one account being reported to all three bureaus so that don't let that confuse you you don't think that it's three different accounts in collections it could all just be one account being reported separately um, Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion do not work together. So, if you may see a little some, some some little differences in how things are reported, you may also notice that some things aren't reported the same. So, it may say last active 2019 on one bureau, but then on another bureau, it may say last active 2021. So, they don't receive the same information they don't share information so you you're gonna see that on your credit report another thing as far as your collections look at how old they are or how new they are because this would determine when or if you can take it through the credit repair dispute process um look at how much you owe on those on those items on your credit report are they within the statute of limitations for your state? And that's something new to me. Um, but the statute of limitations in South Carolina is three years. So after three years of it being on your credit report, it may not even be worth paying off. So that's another topic for a different podcast episode. But you can do your due diligence and look that up. Find out what is the statute of limitations for your state. Um Look at if those collection accounts are act being accurately reported. If they aren't, then you have a dispute. Um, look at the balance. Make sure it's the correct balance. If it's not, then you have a dispute. Um, look for anything that was reported wrong with any of those collections collection accounts. Because if it's anything reported wrong, then you have a dispute. Um, other options with collection accounts too, if you can't dispute it, would be pay to delete or let them let them fall off after seven years. But that's again, that's another topic because today we're talking about the dispute process. So we're not going to pay to delete anything. We're trying to get the, just get it removed. Um, 
As far as the late accounts, you want to know how many accounts are reporting late. You want to look for, are they reporting accurately? Is the balance being reported accurately? And does any does anything on that report for those late accounts look like it's not right? If it if it if you find something wrong, you got a dispute. But if you don't find nothing wrong, then that's your that's your debt. Own it, and you know use other techniques to remove it off your credit report, or use other techniques to just get rid of that collection account by paying it, whatever the case may be. But again, we're talking about the dispute process. As far as inquiries, you want to know how many of them you have because you can have several and not even know it. But what you're going to look for is, did you apply for those? Did you apply for credit with those companies? Make sure every last inquiry was something you actually did. This is what I need you to get. I need you to understand this. Get it in your head. Make sure it's something that you actually did. Now, if it's a company that's looking at your credit without your permission, you have a dispute. Next, you're going to look at your charge-offs. Are your charge-offs accurate? Oh, and let me rewind. For the people that don't know what a charge-off is, it's an account that you owed, but they charged it off. They wrote it off basically saying that they were never going to be able to collect a debt but that doesn't mean that you don't owe it and that does not mean it's not your debt it's just they wrote it off because they felt like huh it's it's better not to fight so a collection it will turn into a collection account um a debt collector will get it and then they will start attacking you for the money so that's what a charge-off is but if you see charge-offs on your credit report make sure all of them are accurate if they are not accurate, you have a dispute. With charge-offs, you cannot you also have the option to pay to delete, but again, we're not going to discuss that. Um, you can also let them fall off after 7 years. Um, and after looking over your entire credit report and you have compiled everything that you want to have removed, now the dispute process begins. For each item that you want removed from your credit report, you will either be sending sending dispute letters to each one of the credit bureaus and or, and I mean and or, one to the company that is reporting the debt on your credit, which is called a creditor. If you are sending any mail to the credit bureaus, you must send it certified and request a return receipt. You must also include a copy of your driver's license and a copy of a utility bill. When you are sending mail to the creditor, you can send it by regular mail and you do not need to send a copy of your driver's license or utility bill. You don't need to send them more information than they need because the more information that they have on you, the easier it'll be to verify that account is yours. You will also need some well-written letters for each type of dispute you are working on. So if you do not agree with the debt, you can mail the creditor and the bureaus a verification a verification request dispute letter, which is requesting what the credit bureaus provide. You Basically, you're requesting the credit bureaus provide information proving that that debt is yours. They will have 30 days to respond. 
But don't forget now, don't don't take that so literal. It's not 30 days from the day that you send the letter. It's 30 days from when they actually receive the letter. That's why I recommend sending the letters to the bureaus certified so you will know exactly when they received it. This will help you keep track of all of your disputes. So after that, you basically wait for replies. Um, If they don't respond in 30 days, then you send a second round of verification letters. Um, if If they do verify with the contract, you'll have to just either pay to delete but only if it's in writing again that's another topic for another day or you can look it up um, or you can wait it out basically wait on it to roll off your credit report and just a heads up that i want to let you guys know too that when you're going through the dispute process you have to know and be careful because dates on your credit report will be updated when you dispute an item on your credit report Disputing items in your credit report will cause them to be updated because you made some form of contact with the creditor. This will add more time to the amount of time you'll have to wait before the item falls off. So if you contact them today, you got to and and this account was like opened three years ago, you'll have to wait seven years from today instead of seven years from three years ago. So hopefully that makes sense. Um, So you have to be careful and make sure this is what you really want to do when you're repairing your credit because this can hurt your credit as well. So you have to be very careful. Um, I have used and been using a platform called Dispute B, which is a credit repair platform that generates dispute letters based on what's on your credit report. I suggest you use this website until you have re- reached your desired credit score. The link will be in the description. I just want y'all to know this is a great website. You plug in your credit report. It shows you everything that you have in collections. It shows your inquiries. It shows you your charge-offs. And it helps you step-by-step create and generate letters to send out to the credit bureaus so that you can dispute anything that you find inaccurate on your credit report i use this website now and i recommend this to anybody again the link will be in the description um you can dispute anything on your credit report that you feel does not belong if they can't provide proof that it belongs to you then it must go you must have facts and those facts must be straight (laughs) and you must be prepared to fight the credit bureaus aren't your friends. They ain't your colleagues. They ain't your cousins. I mean, you probably got a cousin that worked for a credit bureau, but they're not giving you nothing. They're not giving you any benefits or incentives. You know what I'm saying? They're probably just giving you information, something that we all can get. But they are in business to make money off of your information. Take charge of your finances and stop being exploited for your past financial mistakes. If you are having any issues, feel free to contact me anytime. My email will be in the description. Also, for a free consultation, shoot me an email and I will send you instructions on how my process works. And lastly, as you navigate through the dispute process, continue doing things to improve your credit 
such as getting a new credit card, either secured or unsecured, creating a self-account, joining extra. You may also consider debt consolidation. You can even get a balance transfer card where you can balance. I mean, you can transfer a balance from one credit card to another credit card that has very low interest. And you may get an introductory rate where you don't have to pay interest for six months or more. And you can just carry that balance and pay it off without incurring any interest charges. But those are out there as well. Um, you can also sign up for Experian Boost and just continue paying all your bills on time. But guys, it's that easy. Um, this was a brief episode on the credit repair dispute process. I'm getting ready to cook dinner, but I just wanted to share this with you guys because it's not hard. Anybody can do it. Even you that's sitting at home chilling and think, oh, I need to, I need to fix my credit, but I don't got the money right now and I don't know what to do. Well, you can fix it yourself and you ain't got to pay thousands of dollars to a credit repair company. You can do it yourself because I did it for myself. And that's why I wanted to share this with you guys so you can help your damn self. Thank y'all for listening. Again, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me by email and my email will be in the description. Um, And just a disclaimer, some of the links in my description are affiliate links. I do get paid when you sign up or create an account, but that just goes for helping support my business and helping support what I do. I enjoy helping. I won't stop helping. And again, contact me with any questions, comments, concerns, collabs, all that. So help yourself and help somebody else. Y'all have a great day and a happy Sunday.